0: We thank you for everything that you have done, done for us god we thank and praise you god father god we ask you this morning as we come before you this morning god we ask you that you are not the service god anoint our sanctuary god shut your weighted holy ghost sweet spirit of god of the living god saturate in the name of jesus lord we ask that you walk up and down the aisles god sweet spirit Touch the hearts of your people, God. Touch the heart, Father God, that's going through. Touch the heart of your brokenness, God. In your mighty name, touch the people's heart, God. Someone need healing, Father God. Someone need deliverance, Father God. Someone need to be saved, God. We ask you, Father God, in your mighty name, that do what only you can do. Sanctuary today, God. In your sanctuary, God, from on high, we ask you, Father God, that you bless each and every person here, all of our family members, all of our ministries, God, all of our friends and family. Father God, we ask you for right night that you, Lord Jesus, do a mighty work today, God. Bless your worship today. We ask the Father God that you anoint our man servant, God, as our speaker for the day, God. We ask Father God, that Lord Jesus, you give us a spirit, God, a ear to hear. And our heart to receive we ask you father god in your mighty name that father in your name the lord jesus that it be a miracle work and service today we ask that you bless god the choir father god that your anointing foul today um the choir god that your anointing fall on the members, God, that your anointing foul on the band and the musicians, God, in your mighty name. Lord, we give you glory, we give you praise, God. We give you honor, Father God. We come to worship you today, God. We come, Father God, that you may be honored, God, for you worthy of our praise. And we thank and praise you, God, this day. And we give you glory and praise for the things that you're going to do. We're going to see great things done today, God, in your mighty name, and we're going to give you glory, and we're going to give you honor, God. We thank and praise you this day, in Jesus' mighty name, amen.
1: amen. Praise the Lord. I want to say welcome one more time. We're going to do our mission and our vision. We are so happy that you're out here with us today. And so we want to invite you to join in us with uh, repeating our mission. It's on the screen. Let us say our mission is to empower and disciple our members to be loving servants of Jesus Christ, sharing the good news of salvation through prayer, outreach, and worship. And our vision, our vision is to be a healthy, united body of believers actively engaged in the community, providing emotional, physical, and spiritual support. Thank you.
2: I'm oh,
0: For the singing of the Black National Anthem. Lift every voice and sing. Sing it like you believe it, Black people.
3: And say amen, everybody. Let me see the choir. We give God thanks. We praise the Lord for bringing us thus far, right? Shadow beneath his wings, under his wings. Anyone glad that they are under the wings of God? Anyone glad that God has kept you? When everything was going wrong, God kept you. Even in the midst of sickness, in the midst of sadness, in the midst of hardship. Come on, somebody. We got you by the grace of God. Mm. God truly has brought his people from a mighty, mighty long way. If you're happy and you know it, say amen. Come on, if you're happy and you know it, say amen. Would you be so kind and look to your brother or your sister next to you and give them the biggest cheesy smile. Come on. Come on. Give them the biggest smile. It's it's all right to smile in the presence of God. You are here. You are a miracle. Amen. You're a miracle. Amen. What a blessing to see people in the house of the Lord smiling faces. Some people wish they were able to smile, but you can smile. Amen. You can smile at the storm. Come on. You can give God thanks. Can we just have some just a minute or two and just give God some praise in this house. Come on, come on, come on, come on. He woke you up this morning. He's done marvelous things before you. I wish we had uh, just a little few more people who know what God has done for them. Come on, come on, come on. We praise the God who woke us up, the God who allowed the sun to set, the God who says, get up this morning.
2: Come on, he allowed your heart to beat. Is there anybody? You don't mind standing to your feet. You don't mind standing to your feet to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. How great is your God. How great is the God you serve. Can you give your God a big praise? He's worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun till the going down of the sea. My God, my God, this miracle working, God.
3: Hey, hey. I don't know what you came to do, but we came to praise God today. If I can just step out of my issues, step out of the things that are causing me to worry and just give God praise. You're gonna see, you got a shift. Can you can you say I'm about to shift? I'm about to shift. I'm about to go into praise. Ah, the Bible say let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. Can we go right there? Praise God. From whom are blessings from? Come on, breath. Come on. Just walk up. Come on, come on. Just an introduction. Hey. I think we got to praise God. Hey, y'all ready? Come on, everybody! All the voices, give God praise. Praise God. praise God. That's the God we have come to worship today. All blessings, every blessings come from above.
2: above your problems we yeah. <laughs> praise the one in
3: Come on, Lord, you're good. Y'all ready? Come on! Come on, everybody! Come on! Come on! Come on! Yeah! Uh huh! Come on, everybody! Put your hands together. Just a little bit. Lord, you're
2: good. Come on! You give God thanks for His mercy, right? Lord, you're good.
3: I want you. Serve, come on and put your hands together for God. Oh, yeah. Amen, amen. Thank you, choir. Appreciate it. He's worthy. I'm Clavon Hunter, the pastor, the Tabernacle of Praise, Seventh Adventist Church. We're gonna welcome our guests in the next few minutes, but we we appreciate everyone being in the house. This is our friends and family day as we kick off our Black History celebration. My dear friends, I'm glad that you're here. We're happy that we have our, our first speaker in the house, Pastor Richard Palmer. Amen. He spoke a word on last evening. We were blessed. We're happy that his wife, this is Katrina Palmer over there, glad she's here supporting her husband, doing ministry together please note this evening at 2.30 p.m. At 2.30. So we're going to eat. We welcome everybody, invite everyone to go downstairs following this service for a good meal. Amen. 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 But we're not going to sit down there long. We're going to come back because we have another guest presenter. It's going to, you see the topic, woke and not ashamed. Come on somebody. Pastor Edward Woods, he's preaching at the New Jerusalem Seventh day Adventist Church, then Easton Lewis, and he'll be over here. And so oh, please, family, we have gas in the house. When someone comes to your house, you gotta be home. I put it early. So we we are able to stay behind. Amen. Amen. You're gonna be blessed. Uh, he's dealing with some social justice stuff and and we 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 want to hear, and we perhaps you'll be able to ask some questions. And uh, he is a well sought after speaker, and so it's great it's great that people wanting to be a part of our program this month. Also, um, those who are interested in volleyball, you signed up. We are playing this evening at 6:30 p.m. <laughs> Amen. This is a social gathering, so everybody is invited to the Northside Seventh Day Adventist Church on Lucas and Hunt. 9001 Lucas and Hunt Road at the Northside Seven Adventist Gymnasium at 6.30 p.m. Also, please bring some funds because we're going to be supporting Christian education. You'll be able to purchase some snacks. Amen. Amen. However, those who are playing, please do not come at 6.30. Amen. We need you to be there on time. Be there on time. Um, I would say 30 minutes before the game. Amen. Amen. Because we did not practice. Come on, somebody. And so we need to warm up. We got to see if you can hit the ball over the net. (laughs) But we're going to have some fun. So please come dress, 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 prepared, ready ready to serve. We're going to have a great time. The game will not be long. We're playing against Northside. All right? And so please, please be there. Please be there. Also, this evening, our event coordinator, she's going to talk a little bit about her program when she comes up to do the thank offering. All right? Also, please know, on next week, Saturday, when, everybody? Next week, Saturday, you see that we continue with our Black History program, all right? Next week, Saturday on the 15th, we have our very own chaplain, Corey Douglas, from Oakwood University there in Huntsville, Alabama. He'll be here. And so, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You know, he just had, he had twins. So, if you want to bless the man of God, bring something, amen, bring something bless him amen he's coming thus far so bring bring a gift bring a gift card give something amen let's bless the man of God he'll be here on next on next week's Sabbath with us as we continue on also on that Sabbath you know that we are wearing our T our t-shirts any of our t-shirts the church t-shirts um, the touch 10k t-shirt or our um, against violence t-shirt all right against gun violence t-shirt. you Wear any of those t-shirts because we are going out. Amen. Amen. The church beyond the walls. So after our worship service and after our fellowship meal, we're going to go out and we're going to serve our community in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What a blessing. As you know, we have a great time. So thank you all willing to serve. I, I, I just need to um, remind our members and, and, and those who are here for the first time, we, we believe in supporting mission. Right? Amen. Taking this gospel around the world, and so this is a group, the National Association for the Prevention of Starvation. It's an organization that I was a part of. They at Oakwood University. They come here every year. At Tabernacle Praise and the various other churches uh, around our city, and so we are we are sponsoring um, one of their mission um, mission volunteers to go and to go to Zambia. I think that's Zimbabwe. I think it's Zimbabwe. Just $25. Just $25. So um, today I will be completing my pledge today. It's $100, right? And so I'm going to complete that. I ask that you complete it. As you see, our pledge ends in March. We need to send the $2,500. Praise the Lord. Don't forget your commitment. Amen. So I want to just thank you for supporting. If you're here for the first time, you said, I want to support this. You can get one of our tight envelopes and you can put it on that blank line NAPS I'll give my twenty five all my hundred dollars to support mission amen we thank you we thank you for giving here at Tabernacle of Praise we believe in the power of God's word as well we believe in studying the word growing in his grace and in his knowledge so here at Wednesday evening at six p.m. right in our business center we, we will have our Bible study we, we are concluding the book of James and right after the book of James we're going to go right into the book of Galatians amen and so, and so we invite you, if you're interested in studying the word with us, um, please come, come and join us every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. And then we go right into a time of prayer at 7 p.m. Because there's power in prayer. Who says amen? And so we, we, we give God thanks for his blessing. Amen, amen. Come on, sis, the Scott family.
4: happy sabbath all you know by now we're the scott family (laughs) oh my goodness let's see here um this is the time where we have our children come up and come and collect the baskets this is our thank you offering time this is not where we collect the tithe and offering but simply a thank you offering So we'll have all the children to come up and go around with their baskets. and We'll accept everything, coins, whatever you want to give us, we'll accept it. This is a time where we all can participate. God is so good. He's truly, 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 truly good. I am just so blessed and just so excited to stand up here and say that my mom is alive today, feeling well. Um, Most of you may not know that we had a wonderful time last Saturday. My mom spent the night at my house uh, last Friday night while I worked, and we uh, came home, and we had a breakfast, and we came to church, and we had a good time. I went back to work Saturday night and got a phone call saying that something's not right with mom. She doesn't sound right. So I called my mom, and she sounded extremely weak, and she started making this uh, hysterical sound. So I hung up on her, and I called nine one one immediately. And um, while well, I was calling nine one one, Cindy was calling nine one one from her homes, and that was calling everybody, just trying to say, "Get to mama! Something is going on." Well, long story short, my mom suffered a um, stroke on the right side of her brain. Her blood pressure was two ten over one fifteen, and. Um, Things could have been very, very, very different for her, but God is good. I like to. I just. He's so good. My mom did not suffer any residual. She has her right mind. She doesn't have any para, uh, Any. Uh, she could move her limbs. Uh, she did not go from the ED room to an ICU bed. Hallelujah. She went straight from the ED to a telemetry floor, from a telemetry floor to home in her right mind, moving her right, her left, her left leg, her right leg. I say thank you, Jesus. I say thank you, Jesus. For you don't know, my mom is my best friend. She is the rock, she's the matriarch of our family. But something and a strong prayer word, but they get tired too. She is caregiver of our family. She is the backbone. I thank God for my father. He has been wonderful. Look at her. Look at the queen she is. Step on in here, Cynthia Phipps. Step on in here, Cynthia Phipps. The queen she is. That's our queen of our family. And I thank God for Beverly and Elaine uh, for praying. And, and and they gave her a name a long time ago before Tabernacle and uh, what was it, Kirkwood and Ebenezer merged. They call her Touched by an Angel. So I like to believe while Satan was down there pressing on them arteries and them blood vessels, all the angels gathered around my mama. they were blocking it. They were blocking it.
2: And I just thank the Lord
4: for you, Mama. I love you. And I, we want you at the church. want you to slow down and take care of yourself. Amen. Amen. The children you collect your money at, they collect, they done. All right. Who's going to pray? Come on, Nigel.
0: Thank you, God, for this day. Thank, thank you for you, protecting us throughout the day. Hallelujah. Thank, thank you me. for all that you do. And we thank you, thank you, you for performing your miracles oh, to keep us yes. safe. Thank you for dying on the cross for our sins. In Jesus' name, amen.
4: Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And I was supposed to tell you all about the couple's event tonight at 6 30 we'll be out celebrating one another now you do not have to be married to attend this event if you do have a girlfriend or boyfriend and you want to fellowship with married couples we are accepting you as well we um I, you can see me after church and i'll give you the address at 6 30 it's business casual wear i'm sorry um, 6.30 out in Chesterfield at Tulaney's Restaurant. We have a private room. We're going to have a great time. So let's celebrate this love, this black love, white love. Let's just celebrate love. <laughs> okay, and we have Children's Church downstairs on our lower level. So if the children want to excuse themselves, they can. Tell them, hi, babies. I kind of took over.
5: Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, good morning, Tabernacle
2: of praying friends and family. How many do we have joining us for the first time? I see one in the
4: back too.
6: Come on in, praise
4: the Lord. Tell us your name. Lachetta. Lachetta. Lachetta.
2: Daniel. Oh, uh, this must be us, son. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Linda. Linda, are you Linda
0: Weaver's sister? <laughs> no, i wouldn't you, and All right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <What's that happen? laughs> Diane, I know you, Diane.
6: <laughs>
2: and what is your name, young man? Nathan. 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 Nathan, how'd you come about being at Tabernacle Prey?
7: Well, uh, my friend Betty here invited me to come with her. Oh, Amen. Did I miss
6: anybody?
5: The man back there, Behind Matt? You. BJ. <laughs> oh, you disguised yourself this morning. <laughs>
8: what you got to do? Yes, I know. I actually know uh, Pastor Hunter. Uh, I was invited by Angel and my brother, Thomas Jenkins, actually goes. Oh, so, uh, I was nice. to surprise to nice.
2: All right, praise the Lord. Who's
0: We got one more. <laughs> Now, how did you come about being here today?
9: Um, I'm Kwakudua. I'm a, a friend compatriot. Uh, Kwame here is also a colleague and uh, also from Ghana.
7: Uh, and, uh, Amen. 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 Thank
2: you for coming today. Yeah. We know
6: Terry.
2: <laughs> did I
0: miss anybody?
1: Over in there right there.
0: We said someone over here? Oh,
2: you can run, but you can't hide. (laughs) And what's your
4: name? Sydney. Sydney. And you know her. (laughs) Who is she to you? My friend. All right. (laughs) Thank you for coming out
5: today. (laughs) Amen. Well, you all are not just friends. You're a family. Part of Tabernacle of Praise family of God. We thank you for coming and joining our
3: friends and family. Excuse me, friends and family day. Amen. Praise the Lord. So all of our first-time guests, you receive a card that says thank you for worshiping. And also, if you look in that, in that envelope, there's a $25 gift. Amen. 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 There's a gift card, $25 gift from the Sawanas Witch Foundation from the family. So we just want to thank you for being a part of our friends and family day so please please cherish it and we hope to see you again so all of our also our members in the house we're glad that you have come we're glad that you're here and we pray that you continue to be blessed. So, what we do here at Tabernacle of Praise during this time, we are a friendly church, we are a family church. We just love to greet people. And so we invite you to stand to your feet if you don't mind. And just move around and just greet somebody. Get to know somebody. Tell them your name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you for being a tabernacle of praise. Let's sing. Those who are worshiping online with us, we thank you for being a part of this worship service here at Tabernacle of Praise. We believe in experiencing the power of God through prayer, outreach, worship, education, and relationship. Today, we are celebrating our black history. We kick this off with Pastor Richard Palmer. We're glad that he is in the house, he is our guest speaker you want to stay tuned because there's a word from the Lord for you today. We ask that you be a minister of the gospel just by clicking like or even sharing this on your live feed because we want people all around the world to be touched by this worship experience. We ask that you also be a part of our presentation today at 2.30 p.m. We'll go live again at 2.30 p.m. We have Pastor Edwards Wood. He's in the house and he's going to be talking about woke and not ashamed. That's our Black History presentation. So You don't want to miss it. Share this with your family and friends. Once again, thank you for being a part of this worship experience. We ask that you pray for us. We ask that you even support us financially. You can go online, T-O-P-S-C-A-Church.org. Click on online giving, or you can give on Cash App. Dollar sign T-O-P-Given. Dollar sign T-O-P-Given. We appreciate your support. Thank you for being a part of this service. God bless you, and have a wonderful week. Come on, everybody. Put your hands together. Come on. it's always good to see you in the house. Amen. Praise the Lord. And all of our returning guests, we thank you all for 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 being here. God is good. Amen? Amen. God is good. Amen. Well, are you ready? Yes.
8: This is a, a, a victory song. Right. We're going to sing to victorious Jesus. Uh, we're singing in the Fante language. She's spoken in Ghana. It says, Lord, we'll worship you always. <coughs> it says, we will praise you. We will adore you. And we will thank you. And we will bless you. Because you've been victorious. That's what we're going to sing.
3: God victory, amen, in this house. Thank you, Terry. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for our choir. How about give a hand for Kwame and Terry. Kwame and Terry, amen, amen. Amen, amen. We praise the Lord for for that music. It's it's, it's prayer time.
7: Yes, thank you, Lord. Oh, my
3: God. You should have received a, um, you should have received a, a prayer request. If you don't have it, that's fine. God knows your heart, amen. This is a time where we really press closer to the throne of God. And God is so amazing. Praise the Lord, amen. I have another gift card. Where is it at? I saw a sister. Sister, sister Louis, she brought her daughter with her. Come here, Reese. I got to yes, call you. Yes. We're going to press. We're going to press. Amen. We're going to press. this prayer time. How many stand in need of prayer?
2: Amen.
3: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Pastor, let me see. Of course. That's right. Amen. Amen. I'm going to let a minister.
3: But we want to press, we want to press closer, amen? So I invite you, as, as she sings this song, if you want to come and sit in the front or come and kneel, we're going to come to the throne of grace. Do a little bit of that song.
2: I trust God. He
3: that God is your all. You gotta believe that. God, we say thank you for your amazing grace. Thank you, Lord, that you have allowed us to come to your throne of grace, Lord. Thank you that we can pour our hearts out to you, Lord, and you're there to receive us. Thank you that your ears are attentive to the presence of, of that mother, that father, that grandmother, that grandfather, that sister, that brother, that auntie, that uncle, that child. God, thank you that you will never turn us away, Lord. And so, God, we confess. We confess for being ungrateful, Lord. We confess for complaining, Lord. We confess for doubting in your power, God. We confess for failing you over and over. We confess, Lord. We pray that you blotted our transgressions, oh God. Take away those things that that we know that are not right, Lord. That are causing us, oh God, to be so far away from you, Lord. Take away... God, those besetting sins, oh God, take away those bad habits, oh God, take away, God, we pray that you will just just destroy the yoke of sin, oh God. We pray, oh God, that you'll cancel the assignment of the enemy, oh God, that is coming to attack your children, oh God. And I plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon every household in this place right now, God. I plead the blood upon our children, oh God. I plead the blood upon the White House, oh God. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon every jail cell, oh God, upon every rehab, oh God. I plead the blood of Christ upon every hospital room even right now. I plead the blood of Christ, oh God, upon those who are watching this service online right now. I plead the blood thank you Lord that we have victory in the blood of Jesus Christ we have victory in the saving name of Jesus Christ Lord help us never to forget that God give strength to the weak give hope to the hopeless those who are sad today oh God let them taste and see that the Lord is good oh father Lord Lord things that we do not have. You promised to provide everything at the right time in the right place. And so, God, we know that you are miracle-working, God. And so, God, we just give you thanks for the showers of blessings, oh, God. Just allowing us to breathe and move and look and, and, and just to see what you are doing, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for bringing us as a people from a mighty long way God I pray for every sick individual in this house breathe your healing even right now touch them oh God their sickness oh God that we don't even know we have we pray that you'll cancel it right now Lord touch all of our sick members oh God you know them by name touch them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ God touch our children oh God that are going through that are that are struggling oh God with their self-image oh God I pray that you Lord will give them a purpose oh God help them to see how much they are valued oh God God I pray oh God that our children if they are addicted to drugs oh God addicted to alcohol oh God addicted to oh God pornography oh God addicted oh God all sorts of things oh God that are not right Lord I pray right now oh God upon our children that you will save them, oh God, from their destruction, Lord. Help them to know, oh God, that they you have a plan for them, Lord. Save our children, Lord. No mothers and fathers in this house, oh God, They, their hearts are heavy. But, oh God, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that when we are in despair, you promise to uphold us with your victorious right hand. So help us, oh God, to stay in your hands, Lord. God, I pray, Lord, that this service truly be a blessing to somebody. Mm -hmm. I pray, oh God, that there be a revival in this city, in this church, in each of us, oh God. Revive us, oh God. Help us to thirst for your righteousness, oh God. You're coming soon, Lord. I just saw in the news where a husband just killed his, his entire family in New Jersey. People are giving up on life, Lord. They're giving up on you, Lord. But hold our minds, oh God you're unstable oh god help us to know that it's good for us to pray but it's also good for us to go get some therapy go get some counsel and as a black man people think they don't have to go to get counseling you can go there's nothing wrong with that you spend money on other stuff but spend money on making sure you're whole Talk to somebody. We gotta speak real to you, God. We need this help, Lord. Give us wisdom, Lord. And God, I pray now. I say help us to be faithful. Help us to be faithful to our family. Faithful to our children. Faithful to you, oh God. may this worship really really keep us connected to you bless your man servant oh God as he prepares to speak anoint the sacred desk oh God let the message be clear we bless you and we thank you for answering our prayers in Jesus name Amen. amen and amen praise the Lord Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Receive we thank you for letting the Lord use you. Thank you.
7: know, people, be, <clears throat> people have been saying, Brother Carol, you forgot your African attire today. You forgot, your Af- you forgot to wear your African heritage. But I'm proud to announce I wear my African heritage every day. Amen. <laughs> it don't go anywhere. Always. <laughs> Let me tell you, everyone knows the five T's of stewardship, right? Say them with me. Time, Time talent. talent. Temple, temple, treasure, and, and trees. And while we can never beat God giving, he just asks that we give back a little something. Mm-hmm. And you say, how can I give back time to God? You give back time by taking time to tell your family how much you love them. Mm-hmm. Give back time by going to visit a sick and shut-in person. Give back time by giving somebody a ride to church. But what about my talent? I don't have talent. Everybody has a talent. You just haven't figured out what it is yet. Use your talent. It might be music. It might be singing. It might be cooking. It might be fixing on cars. Use that to help somebody in God's name. What about my temple? How can I be a good steward of my temple? By being careful to watch your nutrition, exercise, water, sunshine, temperance, air, rest, and trusting God. Do those things and your temple will take care of itself. What about my treasure? How can I be a faithful steward on treasure? We all know that one, right? By returning an honest and faithful tithe and offering. Tithe measures our obedience. Offering measures our love. When we return offering, that's to help keep the lights and the gas on at the church. And when we return a faithful tithe, that lets God know how much we depend on him and not just ourselves. And what about the last one, trees? How can I be a steward over trees? That's talking about the environment. So if you're just walking around the church and see a piece of paper on the ground, don't just walk past Come it. Come on, say that. Yeah. Just pick it up and throw it in the trash. Amen. Plant some flowers in your backyard or front yard. Help out on one of these clean up the stream events. You know we only have one earth. We have to take care of that too. We can never be God giving, but we can do our part by being faithful stewards in God's name. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Loving Father, we thank you for giving us the privilege and the opportunity to serve you through stewardship of our time, talent, temple, treasure, and trees. And we ask, dear Lord, that you will bless our efforts, crown them with success, dear Lord. Above all, help us to know that you are God, that you are a provider, our protector, our sustainer and that the little bit that you ask us to do as faithful servants and stewards is nothing compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us when you return. In the blessed name of Jesus, amen. Also remember you can give online at dollar sign T-O-P giving using your cash app.
1: minister from two places we all minister from two places we minister from our portion and we minister from our overflow we all minister from two places we either minister from our portion or we minister from our overflow our portion is what God gives us to sustain us it's what God gives a father to give out to his sons as an inheritance it's called his portion everybody say portion Portion. but then you also have the overflow we see this in psalm 23 where the scripture says god anoints our head with oil and our cup overflows it is through the overflow that we minister to people if you minister from your portion when you finish ministering when you go home you feel depressed you feel heaviness you feel suicide, but when you minister from your overflow, whenever you give it out, God doubles the deposit. We all minister from two places, our portion or our overflow. Our overflow is determined by our depth. Our depth is what we call the depth of a gift. Every single person in here has depth. God has excavated them or dug out in them through experiences, through encounters, through circumstances or situations. Every season that you survive, digs another piece of you out. Amen. The more God digs out of you, the more space he has to fill. The more space he has to fill, the more your cup runs over, the more your cup overflows, The nations are blessed. We all minister from two places. Our portion or our overflow. Our overflow. When we minister from our overflow. The scripture says that out of your belly. Shall flow rivers of living water. Touch somebody and say overflow. Overflow. But in order for you to have depth. There has to be a dimension of digging that hits your life. You have to allow God to dig out of you. Digging. Digging is a prophetic action done with apostolic aggression. Digging is a prophetic action done with apostolic aggression. We don't just pray, we dig in prayer. That means the moment you hit your limit, we've just begun. Amen. Once you get tired, that's when we start. You don't just worship, you dig in worship. You don't just give, you dig in giving. You don't just praise, you dig in praise. See, one of the things we have to do as pastors in Atlanta, we have to repent. Because one of the things that you were experiencing, you were experiencing worship fatigue. Because when pastors continually constrict our services, amen, and we shorten the worship time lower and lower and lower again, we begin to make the worshiper enemic. So the moment we worship for past 20 minutes, all of our energy begins to go down because we only have a shallow well to draw from. But today, the Lord says, I dig in you a new, new well." Hallelujah. get it out of there get it out of our nation, get it out of our city, dig it out dig it out
5: they came they came to bury me and I let them because of my insecurities but you sent me Brave diggers, brave diggers, diggers to free me, hey, they came to bury me, and I let them, because of my own insecurities, but you sent me, grave diggers. Yeah! shallow grave only because when you looked in the mirror you couldn't see what he created to bury you and you just simply lay down and let them because of your insecurities but he in all his wisdom in his infinite wisdom he and all his wisdom in his infinite wisdom infinite wisdom. The Lord God, all of his wisdom. What did he do? He sent you. Be bold, we've gotta be righteous in his eyes. What we've gotta do is not waste our time anymore in here. For the graves we need to dig out there, we need to uncover the graves out there. So be empowered in here That you might uncover the grave out there Be empowered in here So that you can uncover the grave out there But gotta get out of your own way Gotta get out of your own way So God we need you to (laughs) Bye. <laughs>
0: Upgrade
8: real quick and brief, but something to leave. I've known Pastor Hunter for a few years now through social media, but I know my brother, Thomas Jenkins, for over 20 plus years. He saw me at my worst. I never had to front and cover up for him. He knows all my dirt, so he knows where God brought me from. if you were minister to today individually, it's what God showed me. To minister to those people so they may be the grave diggers of Tabernacle of Praise. They may be the grave diggers right here in this area, in their workplace, in their house, but sometimes it just takes an extra push to remove you from your comfort zone. So I want y'all to know Family and Friends Day should be every day. As that woman brought, and I'm gonna be real transparent, a Caucasian man into an African American church on African Heritage Day. All he wanna see is how God looks to you for his point of view. So as this word, see I, everything before the word is an appetizer. So get prepared. For a feast. So, if you have 10 to 15 seconds to give your God a mighty praise to soften up your hearts for what God is about to do through Pastor Palmer, don't praise the vessel or the gift, praise the gifter. Praise the gifter. We can do a little bit better than that. Praise the third.
3: Come on and give God praise somebody. We're just going to shift. We're just going to shift. We're just going to shift. Come on, choir. We're just going to shift. Come on, choir. Come on. We're going to shift as we get ready for the word. Uh, sister, we might know you prepared the introduction. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I appreciate BJ. Amen. His ministry, amen, all these years, the past six years, we thank God for using him. That's, that's a ministry family. And he is a minister of the gospel, and I, I, just, I just give God thanks. We, are you ready for the word? Yeah. Are you ready for the word? Yeah. We're just going to shift. Don't worry about that song you did. We have all month. Let's go into total praise. Let's go into total praise. Just going to shift. We're going to do that song. Because I, I, think, I think this is where, where we are. He's talking about being grave diggers family. That's amazing. So with everything in you, let's give God this praise. Can we do that? You ready? Come on. You ready? Say, Lord, let's go. Come on, we're getting ready for the word. We're getting ready to, for the word. Get ready to receive it. Get ready to receive it in your spirit. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Can we press our way through? Come on, come on, come on, come on. It's coming. When I'm going through, say your peace. Somebody is frustrated right now. You're frustrated. You're going through a storm. What the storm? God is coming through this sanctuary. That's a sign of surrender. When you lift your hands, it's a sign of freedom. No more, longer shackled down by the cares of this world. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
3: We say, God, we're getting ready to
2: receive your word today. Uh Uh-huh. No matter what comes my way, your peace
9: trying to mess us up. Sitting there next to your preacher, I had written a whole six pages of things that I wanted to share. And just now, it disappeared. Now, now, now you got to understand what I'm trying to say. Um, When you look at my at, you see the writing but when I hit the button to open it up it's nothing there
5: wow. <laughs> the yes, yes.
9: <coughs> where's that brother that just danced as he was dancing the Lord revealed to me why it disappeared right. what he said in his dance is what I said in my writing. I want to thank your pastor, Sister Weaver, and the top church. The first time I ever came to St. Louis to preach, it was snowing. It was in 2005. I was asked to come to the Berean church. I made it from Berean to Agape to Lighthouse, but I had never been to top, And so the pastor called and asked me to come and lo and behold as my wife and I were driving into the city yesterday it began to snow. I said Lord what are you trying to tell me? <laughs> it's snowing. I'm looking forward to the day when it's supposed to be hundred and five degrees and it starts snowing. Because right now everybody's trying to put everything on global warming. They're trying to do things outside of God, and yet my Bible tells me that in the last days, right, and, and, and the issue that I have with the church, I am a Seventh-day Adventist preacher. And I'm proud to be a Seventh-day Adventist. I'm not a Seventh-day Adventurer. I'm not a Seventh-day Adventist. I am a Seventh-day Adventist. I know the history of my church. I understand where America came from in scripture. I understand what we as a people are supposed to be doing. And one of the problems that I have before I pray, I read a book last year that Ellen G. White said in in 1902, this is 2020, she said in 1902, she said one in every 20 people that you see are destined for hell. There was an article that was written last year in May by a non-Seventh-day Adventist that said 90 out of every 100 people that you see in 2018 are destined to go to hell. My question to us is, as Seventh-day Adventists is, as the remnant church of God, what are you going to do about the 90% of the people that you see that are destined to hell? If you were to stand out on any major street in St. Louis and and, and count a hundred people and understand that 90 of them are going to hell, what would you do? Question. I told you yesterday. I don't want to offend anybody. so I don't want to talk to that when I talked to him yesterday. Question for you, brother. Why was Sodom and Gomorrah destroyed. Hmm. Now, if I turn around and ask you all, why was Sodom and Gomorrah destroyed? The first thing that everybody would say is because of sin, right? Because of homosexuality, that's what we would say. But would you believe me if I told you that that is not the reason why Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed? Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed because God could not find ten righteous people in the city. So if God wants to say to you that I'm going to destroy St. Louis, unless I find 10 righteous people sitting in this room, could God count on you to be one of the 10? Are we here today because it's friends and family day or are we here today because we love the Lord? Are we here today because it's black history? Like the brother said, I'm black 365 days a year. But it's important for us to understand our history. Because if you don't know your history, and that's a shame with our young people today, they don't know the history of where we've come from. And the sadder thing, if I could use that word, the sadder thing than that is the fact that their parents... Don't teach them what they've been through. It was a time when as a black man, a black boy, we could not walk across the street if a white woman was walking. If we were walking on the same sidewalk that she was walking on, we had to get in the street and dare not look at her. We had to put our faces down toward the ground because as they thought, they were better than we were. Emmett Till, who came from the Chicago area, found his way in Money, Mississippi, he thought it not a problem to whistle at a white woman, because in Chicago, it's not a sin to whistle at a white woman. I have never, preacher in my life, seen so many interracial marriages as I see since I've been pastoring in Iowa. We come from a time when black folk could not look at white folk in their faces.
7: That's,
9: right. That's just a commercial break for you. I want to preach a topic I've entitled, When Was the Last Time You Saw Jesus? Now, now. I'm going to pray, and I got to tell you, I'm going to pray a hard prayer. Because what the devil wants to do is to send distractions in the word. Uh And so I want to ask the Lord to take all of the distractions out of here. I grew up in a time when I went into a classroom to learn. I had to be prepared to learn. My teacher somehow had eyes behind her head. And she could be at the chalkboard writing, and she would say, so-and-so, take that gum out of your mouth. And she would walk around the room with a napkin in her hand, and she would take the gum out of everybody's mouth. There was a time when we sat to learn, when we understood the importance of learning. Our children today are not learning for life. They're learning to take tests. They're learning to help the school get accredited to continue for the next year. But they are not learning for life. We had to learn the capital of every state. Our children don't know what the capitals are in states. We had on the back of our composition books, timetables, one all the way to twelve. We had things that taught us. Our parents drilled us. You better be careful what your children watch on YouTube. You better be careful thinking that your children are dumb and they're really not. They know how to see you come in and switch a button on a computer and make it go to another screen. They know, you know, this Ebonic stuff is evil stuff. Um, I'm, 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 I got to say this. I, I got to get off of my commercial so I can preach the sermon. Malcolm X had this one thing wrong. Malcolm X talked about the house Negro. My doctoral studies was in African American history. Dr. Malcolm X said that the house Negro did everything that the Massa wanted him to do. So that the Massa got sick and the house Negro would say, Master, we sick today? Massa, we hungry? But, 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 but the one thing that he didn't say was that the house Negro was the first Negro to be whipped. There was a man named William Lynch, and William Lynch said the making of a slave. How do you make a slave? You take the strongest woman in the group, you take the strongest men in the group, and you put them out in front of everybody else, and you whip them to where they wish they were dead. You take a mother who would tell her children to run, And you beat her until she wished that she would die. That she would tell her children, don't run. We we had this thing that that was confused because they said that the house negro, they didn't say it that nicely. But the house negro was the master's teller. That's not true. Because at night when everybody went to sleep, the house negro went to sleep with everybody else. And when they were inside the barn talking about how they were going to escape, the house negro would not go tell the master. And so the master would whoop him first because he would say, you should have told me. Uh-huh. They, they, they whooped the cab drivers, the, ca- the carriage drivers, because the carriage drivers knew how to get from, what is it, Ferguson uh-huh. to Florissant to St. Louis. So he would say he would drop out a plan. So the master wants me to drive him from St. Louis to Florence. And I get there and I say, I learned the path. Right. Siri messes us up. Because uh-huh. sometimes Siri wants to take us somewhere you really don't want to go. So you got to know where you're going. We used to learn how to travel. Siri would tell you to turn right when you actually should turn left. Yes. I asked Siri one day, Siri, how do I get to heaven? Serious, I have no heavenly idea. She says, I know where heavenly lingerie is. Oh, wow. But I say, Seri, teach me how to get to heaven with Jesus. Seri doesn't know. Right. But I'm traveling as a carriage driver, so I say to the pastor, Preacher, I'm going to send four slaves away. They're running away from where we are. Uh-huh. So when they get to you, you let them know if it's okay or not. The way that they would do that, they would play beats on the drum. I wish my drummer was over there. They would play a beat on the drum. Boom, 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 boom. That means I'm near where you are. If it was safe for them to come, he would say boom, 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 boom. If it's not safe for you to come, I'm going to say boom, boom. Everybody knew that. That was their way of communicating. But once the master found out, he said it was evil to have drums in the church. Every time I see a scary movie, I never hear the drum. I hear the organ and the piano. And you know something bad is getting ready to happen. But we took that thing and brought it in the church. And we said it was a sin to have drums in the church. Ellen G. White says that musical instruments should complement each other. And when they're complementing each other, there's no sin in the musical instrument. We allow things to go on in the church without even connecting to God about what should go on in the church. We fight about things in the church that have nothing to do with God and people's salvation. When that brother said to dig a hole and to dig out to dig in, we've forgotten about that in the church. It was a time in the church where black people didn't know how to read. We would look at the night lights at nighttime to try to read. And we would tear books apart and we'll pass them on so that everybody could read. Now nobody wants to read. Uh, we got everything on the internet and everything on computers. And, 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 and while that's nice and it has its place, it doesn't help you to know where Nehemiah is in the Bible. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would open up our understanding. Somebody came here today to draw closer to you. Somebody came here today because they got bad news and and, and things are going awry for them and they need to know that you are still in the prayer answering business. Somebody needs to know that one day soon, You are going to come to call your children home, and we need to be ready. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, come into this place right now and have your way, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. I I, I, I wanted to share that with you so that we can cover some black history. But now I want to look at the word. Uh, I told you all I fly a lot, and I was on a plane one day. And, and, and I was talking to a man who was sitting next to me. Um, and I asked him a question. When was the last time you saw Jesus? And he said to me, I ain't never seen Jesus. I said, brother, don't, 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 don't say that. Because as the brother said when he was doing his dance, we were made in the image of God. Yes. That means every time I look in my mirror, I should see Jesus. We were made in the likeness of God, which means that I should have the character of God radiating from me all the time. Before you ever see me, you should be able to see Jesus. My daughter just turned 32 years old, and every time I look at my daughter, I see her mother and I see me. Y'all didn't hear what I said. Every time you look in the mirror, you should see Jesus. And if you don't see Jesus, you got to realign yourself. You know, we we keep trying to realign God. You know, but we've got to realign ourselves. What does Jesus look like? What does God look like? What is it about you? You see, my my, my daughter did some things. She, She did some things to her body that was uncharacteristic of her parents. And, 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 and people would ask her, why did you do this? Why did you do that? That's not the way your parents raised you. It's not the way that they taught you. And we do the same thing. God did not create us, He did not make us to do some of the things that we do to ourselves. Saw a lady yesterday, we were coming home, coming to the, to the house, and the lady had some eyelashes on her head that she had put <laughs> on her head that was way out here. <laughs> And I'm like, what kind of, what, what? <laughs> Leave it <at> alone.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
9: you know, we, we, we look at these kids and we think that it's nice because they got, you know, hold this for me, right, 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 here, right, right. You know, we, we got these dresses. You know. Go up a little bit more. And and, and first of all, they put it on because they want you to look at it. But then when you look, what is he looking at? Hold on. And then we try to sit down. And we try to pull something down that we ain't got to pull down. My daughter. And I raised five girls. My daughter grew up in the Allen Iverson era. And they came out with the jerseys that the women were wearing their skirts. You won't wear that in my house. Now, when you get your own house, you can hang off the chandeliers. But in my house, you are going to be presentable in my house. And so she called herself one day, she's, you know, she's getting older, she wants to test me. She goes to the store, and she buys her a Allen Iverson dress. And she comes downstairs while I'm sitting at my t- my desk writing. And dad, look at this. And she got this thing on, and it was it was way up there, it was way up there. I looked at my daughter, I got up out of my chair, I went to the to the drawer and pull out a pair of scissors. I cut it off. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do that. This This is my house. I do what I want to do in my house. She began to watch things on the internet and do things that was not appropriate for my house. I said, baby, take that stuff out of my house before it's too late. She didn't listen. I went downstairs in my garage. I got a hammer and a screwdriver. I went upstairs to her room. I plucked the hinges off the door. I took the hinges off the door and took the door. You can't do that. This is my room. I need my privacy. Go get your own house. And you can have all the privacy you want in your house. Daddy, you can't look in my drawer. You can. This is my house. Need to be parents. Amen. And we need to start by exemplifying Christ to our children. Let, let me, let me, let me. I got to move because I know y'all got to go. So um, um, I, I think we have that. Oh my man, where's my um I, I want to take a look at Luke chapter two? Luke chapter two. Now, now before we read Luke chapter two, I have to tell you about Luke. Luke is a physician. He is a researcher. He is not one who followed Jesus when Jesus was on earth. But Luke had heard about Jesus, and he'd done research about Jesus so that he could write his book. Luke wrote two books in the Bible. He wrote the book of Luke and the book of Acts. He wrote them to a friend of his that he was trying to convert over to belief in Jesus Christ. So in in, in the book of Luke, in in, in chapter 2, from verses 1 to verses 39, Luke is given a historical background about Jesus. Luke is telling you from the time Jesus was a baby until the time he's 12. There's a history of the growth of Jesus. So let's pray, and I'm going to read. Father, thank you again for this opportunity. As we open your word, we ask for permission. Holy Spirit, you have been instructed to teach us the knowledge and wisdom of God. So do this for us right now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In in verse 40, the Bible says, and when the child, what? Verse 40. And the child grew and waxed strong. Watch this. The child grew. That means that his parents were teaching him some things. His parents were sharing some things with him because this child, Jesus, was going to be somebody special. One of your children, your children are somebody special, and they don't know that they're special unless you tell them that. You can't just stand up for them for everything that they do wrong and make them think that their wrong is right. You got to chastise your children and show them that this is wrong and there are consequences to your wrong. Yes, it's true that black people have been mistreated forever. But yes, it is also true that the man with the gun mm-hmm. is the authority in the situation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we gotta stop fighting so much and learn how to listen and fight later. That's right. Sometimes the strongest person in the group isn't the one that's beating up on everybody. Sometimes the strongest one in the group is the one that will say, man, let me leave this fool alone. Yeah. 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 You gotta know when to walk away and when to stand. Right. You gotta understand that there is help available. And sometimes just to speak, you know, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. You say something to your kid. I, I do I ain't listening to you. So sometimes your kids do things to you that they should not do. Sometimes we as parents are to knock their teeth out the way our parents knocked out to. My father used to put us on punishment for 45 days. And there was no getting off punishment early. (laughs) My father would say to us, we're going to leave to go see a movie at 10. You need to be ready before 10. Because at 10 o'clock, my father was driving out the driveway. Our kids make us late every day. But then they think think that when you're supposed to do something for them, you're supposed to have done it last year. And as parents, we allow that foolishness to go on. There is no way in the world that my daughter was going to tell me that I need to be at work at 10 o'clock, and you need to get me there by 9.30. And I say, baby, I need to be to work at 9 o'clock because my, my money pays the bills in the house. And I'm waiting for her. You got to be kidding me. There's no way in the world I'm going to ask my children, what do you want to eat and what do you want to eat and what do you want to eat? No, I'm going to fix some food and this is what we're going to eat. All right. <laughs> we got too many options. Well, y- y- you, know, you know every single Sabbath I'm going to church. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Why are we always late going to church? And we say, the church ain't got nothing for me. And the children talk all the junk in the world. And as soon as you ask one of them, what would you like? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So what you talking about? They ain't got nothing for me at the church. Well, go to church and let the church know what you want them to do. Go to church and let the church know, listen, I need, I need some education. I'm sorry, I'm trying my best. It's friends and family day. It's friends and family. And it's time for us to understand that we really are family. Amen. Hmm. And the child grew and waxed strong in the spirit, filled with wisdom. And the grace of God was upon him. So everywhere that Jesus went, the grace of God was with him. Every time that Jesus opened his mouth, the grace of God was with him. So, so 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 watch this. Because the Bible doesn't stop there. Verse 41 says, Got on board. And the child grew. That's that's verse 40. Go to 41 for me, please. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. Every year, your pastor goes to camp meeting. First conference I've ever been in where folk don't go to camp meeting. I ain't never seen that before. (laughs) Folk don't go to camp meeting, right? Folk don't go to camp meeting. But every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover. And this year, because now Jesus is 12, he's old enough to go with them. So the Bible says that his parents took him with them. The Bible says that he was so into going to camp meetings. You know, our our camp meetings are strange. I used to be in South Central Camp, and and our camp meeting was at Oakwood College. So we didn't sleep in tents. Most of us
6: didn't.
9: We we slept in, in fancy rooms, the dorm rooms, right? And, and always, with air conditioning, but I had a problem because our children were in tents while the parents were in the church. I didn't grow up that way. When I grew up, when my father sat in the church, we sat along the line with him, and my father had hands that somehow grew. We, 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 we sat as far as we could away from my dad, and every now and then we start talking. Hey man, you know so and so so uh-huh. and my dad's hand
2: do, 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 do. pop.
9: You didn't come to church to talk. You didn't come to church to have your own personal conversations. You came to hear a word from God. Had this little girl that that, that we had eyes on. She sat in the back of the church. So we sitting there next to my dad, and we want to turn around, making group eyes, hecking them hands. And what my dad would do on the way home, because we only had one car, but there was so many of us in the family that the girls drove and the men walked. And so while we were walking, my dad would say, Richard, what was the elder talking about when he said so-and-so-and-so? I wish we would have said, I don't know. But then he opened up his Bible and he turned to Exodus chapter 20 and he started reading the fourth commandment out of Exodus chapter 20. And what does that mean to you? It means A, B, and C. I wish we would have said to my father, I don't know. (laughs) Jesus was sitting in the sanctuary asking questions and giving instruction about what he was asking. Now, 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 get this. It's time for them to leave and go home. They've packed up their stuff, they got their kids together, and they're on their journey. And the Bible says that they go a whole day's journey and then they realize that Jesus ain't with them. Now, how many of us take our children somewhere and forget that our children ain't really with us? Right. And and you got to go a whole day's journey before you realize that this child ain't with you. And now they turn around and they go back to Jerusalem to find Jesus. And when they find him, he's still sitting in the same spot, teaching and preaching. Mm -hmm. Here it is, here it is, here it is. When was the last time you saw Jesus? When was the last time you saw Jesus in this church? when was the last time you saw Jesus in your house? When was the last time you looked at yourself and you saw Jesus? Many of our churches are moving forward and Jesus is not in the church. And you could tell that he's not in the church. By the way, everybody's fighting each other in the church. You can tell when Jesus isn't in the church by the way the church members treat the preacher and how the preacher treats the church members. Amen. If all you do is come to church to go home and eat the preacher, right, you, you, you're in the wrong business. Oakwood University has a saying when you go in. It says enter to learn, depart to serve. You ought to enter your church to learn. And leave your church to go tell somebody what you learned. All right. There are some people that will never see Jesus unless they see Jesus in you. Come on now, preacher. Why in the world would I want to come to your church when every time I talk to you, you badmouth in your church? Come on now. Why would I want to come in your church and be a member of your church when you don't really want to be a member of your church? You try to find every excuse you can why not to come to church. I asked my church members, when does Sabbath school start? Some of them don't know. So we go to church one day. I just want to, I like to do stuff. So we're going to have church when we're supposed to have Sabbath school and Sabbath school when we're supposed to have church. So folk come to church at 11 o'clock and some some of y'all, some of y'all real good, some of y'all know exactly what time they take up the offering and you won't come to church until after they take up the offering. My question to us today, when was the last time you saw Jesus? When was the last time you saw Jesus in this church? Man, you guys got something special. When I listen to the choir, I watch how the choir walked up in here today. I, I, they, they sang this one song, and, and, and the song was Lift Up Jesus. Now, now, now they, they spoke it in a different language. But what they were saying was, we're here to lift up Jesus. Right? I was in, a, in, in, in Boston a few weeks ago for a funeral. 1,500 Haitian folk, everybody speaks French. I'm sitting there for a funeral, and, and, and they forget that I'm there. So everybody's speaking French. And I don't know nothing they're saying. So I get up, I said, man, I can't wait till we get to heaven. I can't wait until we get, and we sing the universal language of heaven. The universal language of heaven is understanding. It doesn't matter what language you speak. When we get to heaven, we'll understand. There's a beautiful... I got to go. I got two minutes, right? Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. When they realized that Jesus was not with them, they didn't stay there. Many times we understand that Jesus is not in me, Jesus is not in my family, Jesus is not in my church, he's not in my community, he's not in my state, he's not in my country. We can't stay there. We've got to go and find out where we lost Jesus. When Mary and Joseph understood that Jesus was not with them, they went looking for him. And they did not stop until they found him. Many of our churches need to turn around. I get so sick of folk talking about, where well, 20 years ago, we had the best choir in the conference. Yeah. <laughs> we had the most people in the... That, what they got to do with me? Right. <laughs> we are right here, and we're trying to move forward, but we can't move forward because you stuck on what happened back then. Right. That's right. <laughs> I said to the church, the church Pastor, we used to have a choir, well, we can still have a choir. Y'all just get up in the choir and sing, and then when it comes time to preach, go sit down in the pews. I said, that don't make no sense. It don't make no sense because you don't understand it. But it make all the sense in the world to God. You look at the movie. What was that movie called Sister Act? They can't sing, but they, they try. They bring Whoopi Goldberg on the movie, Whoopi Goldberg, and people start walking about, man, what's going on in the church? And before you know it, the church started feeling and feeling and feeling before you know it, the Pope came to the church. your church to grow. Stop living in the past. Stop talking about what you used to do. I used to could dunk a basketball. <laughs> in the past. I go to the gym now with the young cats, the young pastors, right? they want to play back there. No, nah, man, I want to play. They always want me to play. I don't want to play. <laughs> we were playing one night and the ball got stuck on the rim and normally I just jump up there and get it. I went to jump my body said you lost your mind. <laughs> <laughs> My body had to say, Man, go sit down somewhere. (laughs) You can't live in the past. You got to understand where you are. There's some things you may have to do a little different, but Mary and Joseph did not leave Jesus with the fact that he was not with them. They searched for him. You got to search for the Lord. You got to read your scripture for yourself. Don't let nobody tell you what the Bible says, read it yourself. And when you read it for yourself, ask the Lord to give you understanding. Uh -uh. Now, when you got understanding and you come to church and the church got understanding, you all are on the same page. And watch this it took 12 men, 11 men, turn the world upside down. Imagine what God could do if you had. Now, 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 I I don't believe in 40 days of fasting with my church. I don't believe that. I don't see any biblical evidence where any group of people fasted for 40 days. So what we do, we come to church, we're going to fast for 40 days? And half the folk are like, I bet you I ain't fasting for no 40 days. <laughs> I need to have my chitterlings, <laughs> <laughs> My diabeticness won't let me fast. So you've already defeated the purpose. Um, right. In fact, the Bible says that when you fast, people should not know that you're fasting. So sometimes you have to know who in the church will fast and pray. Who in, and you got to go to those individuals and you have to say to those individuals, listen, we need for God to do this for us. I need for you to fast with me for 10 days and ask God. to." And you'll be surprised how God will work things out. But when you start asking a whole group of folk who ain't even on the same page, you, you say to the church, we're going to get up and sing page 333. Half the folk don't sit, they don't stand. Right. Half the folk ain't singing, right? right. But we, we say that we the church of God. We say that we the church that's going to move the world. We've got to learn how to get on the same page so that everybody can move the church. The pastor can't move the church by himself. he got to do, fun- and, and, and look, y'all stop talking about your preaching. I'm not, I'm talking about, I'm, you, 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 you put the pastor down, kick him to the dogs, as soon as something happens, pastor, my so-and-so just died. And my other one, they want to get married, and this one. And the pastor has to come and do your service with joy in his heart, knowing that you're the main person in the church that's trying to kill him. the last time you saw Jesus? If you are the only representation of Jesus in your church, stand up and be the best Jesus that you can be. Because if Jesus says, I will not destroy St. Louis unless I find one righteous person in this church, you stand up and raise your hand and say, Lord, I'll be the one. I will be the one. you don't see him look in the mirror and fix yourself up I served in the Navy and we had to have our shirt straight down right by the buckle of your belt your pants had to be neatly creased and you had to walk like you had pride be proud to be a seventh Day Adventist. be proud to tell somebody about the Sabbath be proud to tell somebody You know James Brown said I'm black and I'm proud. I'm proud of who I am and you have to be proud of who you are because you are a child of God. That means something. That means that I cannot walk around with my pants. Folks here today don't even know where that came from. People in prison because they couldn't wear belts. Their pants sagged and we think it's a, a fashion statement. We used to have big, thick paddles. And every time we saw young folk walking around, we smacked smack them on the back of their tail. My wife does not need to see your drawers. Women, if I can say this to the young women in the city, be proud of who you are. Right. Understand that you are precious cargo. That's what my wife used to say when we were dating. You, you can't, you can't text me. You can't, I'm precious cargo. Father God in heaven, we thank you. We can ask ourselves, when when was the last time that I saw Jesus? Father, can I pause my prayer right there? I just want to share this with you. I'm going to pause my prayer. I want to share this with you. I could imagine when John the Baptist wakes up in glory. You remember John had his head cut off. So John didn't know what happened to Jesus. I can imagine John's going to say to somebody, man, what happened to Jesus? The last time I saw Jesus, he was telling people about God. I I can imagine somebody say, man, I was talking to this old lady and she said, I don't have all of the education you have, but my parents taught me something that I kept with me. And I want you to keep this with you because an old lady said, you, you know how to say your, your ABCs, right? And we said, yeah. And the lady said, well, say your ABCs for me. And she said, A, and she says that Jesus is alpha and omega. Yeah. B, he's better than the rest. Yeah. C, he's a chief cornerstone. Yeah. D, he's divine. Yeah. E, he's everlasting. Yeah. F, he's a forgiving God. G said he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yeah. H said he's holier than holy. I says he's immortal. Yeah. J says he's joy in the morning. Yes, K said he's the king of kings. Yes. L said he's the Lord of lords. Woo. M says his mercy yeah. endures forever. Yeah. N said he'd be born a Nazarene. O says he's omnipotent. Yes, P says his power yes. in his word. Yeah. Q says he's quick to deliver. Yeah. R says he's the rock of my salvation. Yeah. S says he's my savior and your savior. T yeah. says he's the truth. Yeah. U says he's unconquerable. Mm-hmm. V says he's victorious. Yeah. X says he's extraordinary. Yeah. Y says yes he is. Yeah. Y says yes he's the same God today, yeah. tomorrow, and forever. Yeah. Y says yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Every day of my life I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. Z he said, he's the God of Zion. Father, bless each person in this church. May they see Jesus. For when we look at ourselves, there's just no way that we can be saved. But when we look at Jesus, there's just no way that we can be lost. Save us in the name of Jesus. Save us by the blood of Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen.
3: The word say amen. 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 Let's be Jesus. Amen. Every day, every day. Let's continue to search for Him. Will you bless in this house? Yeah. Amen, amen. I invite you to join us, everyone here today. Join us for our fellowship meal. Want you to come downstairs and eat with us, and then at two thirty p.m. we'll come back upstairs for our presenter. Pastor Edward Woods, we will come right back up here. I want to thank everyone that participated in this worship service. We want to thank our family life director, Sister Weaver, for putting this on. We praise the Lord. And everyone that participated, thank you once again. Even our guests. um, um, EJ, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, family, I'm going to invite you all to stand. Invite you all to stand. We're just going to, as our benediction, As our benediction, just grab the hands of that person next to you. We shall overcome. Take that hand. We hold the hands because we're saying we need our brothers. Together, we will overcome. We are a unified body. This is our benediction as we declare today. It will overcome. Y'all believe that?
2: Yes.
3: Amen. All right.
0: Let's all sing it together. We shall overcome.
2: We shall.
3: Father, thank you for being with us. I pray, O oh God, that you continue to pour your spirit upon every flesh. I pray, O oh God, that we continue to be children of the light, children of truth, children of righteousness. O oh God, help us to shine for you every day. Help us, O oh God, to serve you with gladness. Help us, oh God, to lead someone into a meaningful and saving relationship with you. Oh God, help us to be overcomers. As we, oh God, embark on a new week, we pray that you order our steps. Pray, oh God, that you will just take us safely through this week. We pray, oh God, that we will bring us back on this coming Wednesday evening to study your word at 6 p.m. and then on this Saturday, to hear another word. Thank you for bringing the Palmer family here with us. Thank you for using them in a mighty way. Thank you for the words that they have shared, oh God, and I pray, oh God, that we, Lord, will live your word. Bless the food now, the physical food that we'll eat downstairs. Bless our fellowship time. Be with our presenter who's on his way here for 2.30 p.m. And we thank you, oh God, for everything that we will continue to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Hug that person next to you and say, I'll see you at 2.30pm. One more time. We shall. Thank you for worshiping with us. We shall.